Old Block Goes Way Out West, Part 2. Where is she? asked my better half. But then the squawking alarm calls of a dozen chickens give us a pretty sound clue. Sophie! we both yell. But the chickens aren't daft. They've all retreated into their wee shed thing. And I managed to grab the dug home a better half. Well, let's just say she's become preoccupied with fruit. Now you can say many things about a better half, and I often do. But one slight flaw is this irrational need to acquire stuff. Let me see, how can I put it? She's a tea leaf. Not on a grand bank robber type scale. For her it's more self-justified, kind of noble act, you know. If somebody's far too minted for their own good and have a few apples and pears about to rot in a tree, she'll do a decent thing and unladen a few branches. So, keeping to type, she rescues a few apples and pears and stuffs them into my pockets. This, of course, makes me complicit in the crime and all the more determined to help her get away with it. So we sneak out of the magic garden and battle the lashing rain on our way back to our wee hideout. Once safely in our cave, we decide to use the brick-hard fruit and make a slightly good-for-you fruit sponge pudding. What? Aye, okay then. So, for this sponge pudding, eh? Let me see. Borrow two apples and two pears, chop up and chuck in a pan with a dash of water and a pinch of demerara sugar. Then let it all stew for 20 minutes. Meanwhilst, take a cup of flour, two eggs, two tablespoonfuls of honey and a splash of olive oil. Then mix. Whack the oven on to 200 degrees and get a baking tin. Oil it. Then pour the stewed fruit into that and pour the sponge mix on top of that. Fork it until smooth and take four raspberries and squish them between your fingers. Now smear the blood-like gore over the sponge and pop in the oven for 20 minutes. There's no real reason to do that last bit. It's just fun and it makes it look fancy. Then, depending on the level of guilt that day, serve hot with double cream or semi-skimmed or semi-skilled, as my mum used to say, milk. It was then, as our stolen pudding was uh, still swilling around, that we spotted the posh boats again. The Highland Princess being the biggest in the bay. Ten grand for two people and a master suite for six nights. Cheap at twice the price, if you're minted, that is. I'd do it in a minute, but then I get to thinking and I decide that our wee cave on the shore with its log burner and cosy kitchen will do us just fine. So, back to the running. I decide to go up the road this morning and get a better view of the valley and test my lungs and my hamstring a bit more. Speaking of running, is there anything I can add to my old bloke goes running book? Well, yes. My Polar V800, that's the wee watch thing, steamed up over the summer. And when I find it's going to cost me to get it fixed, I revert back to my less fancy V400. I actually try a 30 quid Fitbit copy, you know, a generic. I think it was made in Aberdeen. It was called a, a Fit Like. Now, who knows? It's clock face, unfortunately, although it was colour and everything was fancy, it was just too wee. I couldn't read the text on the screen. 
So that gets binned after the first run. The eyes can go when you're 50, you know. And no one takes this into account when producing stuff. For example, take something as simple as having a shower. Something they have to do, you know, if a beer in the bath is not possible. You can't share with glasses. So you stagger in and then try to find the shampoo. But all the bloody bottles look the exact same and the writing's minuscule. So you slide about and skid about testing all the various concoctions, your eyes stinging, until you get lucky. Look, someone, and remember I hold the patent, put a big S on a bottle for shampoo and a big flipping C for conditioner. I get it, marketeers are all young, but a huge part of their demographic are not, so sort it. Anyway, today we're going to eat out. And it's a thumbs up all round. It's a Glen with its own lovely wee restaurant. And we plump for chubby scallops, stornoway black pud, and the seafood platter for two. Crusty bread and a bubbly from Englandshire. Top class, by the way. We did have a wee laugh at the pipe music. Bagpipes it was. Not everyone's cup of peat water, but it took the conversation on to a London train station. Weird, eh? Well, apparently the pipe bagpipe music along the platforms at night as it really annoys the homeless. Again, what? That's just so wrong in many levels. But we had a chuckle thinking about some poor wee soul from Scotland settling down for the night with a big smile on his face. Ah, yeah, beauty. That'll do nicely. And I've got a place to myself. Magic! there's sometimes a wee niggle at meals out. You know, around wine measures. A true sign of a couple of alkies. I know that. But we managed to finally, after 31 years, find a way around this dispensing dispute. It's just a wee saying. You pour and I'll pick. And guess what? It seems to do the trick. It's amazing how many glasses we got bang on the money. Even Stevens, you know. There was just one moment when we turned a few heads in the restaurant, we're good at that. I tried to tell my better half about the best prawn I'd ever eaten in my whole life. A Pacific prawn. And she erupted into uncontrollable laughter. What is it, I said. But she couldn't reply. Tears were now rolling down her cheeks. What did I say, I pressed. I thought you said a specific prawn, she replied. Like there's one just wee special prawn in the whole world that was your favourite. And off she went again. Maybe it was the English bubbles. There was genuine look of concern from all the surrounding tables, but I just reassured them by saying, Ah, well look at my mush and it sets her off. A bloke in the corner nodded and said, Aye, my face has the same effect on my wife. So it's back to the cave, dug in tow. And on goes the log burner and the jammies. Jings, it's almost jasmine time. You know, that programme... With the stow about in some foreign part in the hope of finding happiness away from their various families back home and then put in a cheeky offer that's about 40 grand under the asking price because the grass needs cut. Oh well, back to Shangri-La we go tomorrow. Back to the Vale. You can't beat it. Well, maybe you can. Because old bloke goes to Ibiza next week. That should be interesting. Remember, old bloke goes running is available in paperback, as a download, audible it is, you can hear it, uh, you can also get it in Kindle. 
or get it from your library. Anyway, if anybody's listening, thank you very, very much. And cheer for now.